From WOUB News, you're listening to The Outlet, where campus meets community. I'm Connor Keurig. And I'm Elise Hammond. Each week on The Outlet, we bring you stories from the Athens and Ohio University communities. The Ohio University student body is known for their spring fests each weekend. One of our reporters gained some perspective and tips from the mayor of Athens. In an Ohio University-sponsored panel discussion, Dr. Robin Mohammed explains that joining the battle against racial discrimination is a lifelong commitment. I think fighting for racial justice is in many ways a lifelong commitment. Um, that doesn't mean that you're going to be going at the same speed or the same intensity in your life. We'll give you all the details and more coming up right here on The Outlet. screening of the Oscar-nominated film I Am Not Your Negro on February 23rd, followed by a panel discussion. With more on the story, here's the outlet's Beth Greenman. Theater 3 in the Athena Cinema was packed on February 23rd. An employee sat in front of the door making sure people had tickets, a rarity at the Athena. Most people came with a friend or two, but a few came alone. Everyone in the audience was eager to see I Am Not Your Negro, a film tying the history of the civil rights movement to the Black Lives Matter movement today. In the documentary, director Raoul Peck brought to life the 35 pages of what was to be James Baldwin's greatest book, if he had gotten the chance to finish it before he died. The book was to be about his three personal friends, Medgar Evers, Malcolm X, and Martin Luther King Jr., all of whom were part of the civil rights movement and all of whom died for it. After the film, a panel discussion featured Dr. Robin Muhammad, Dr. Jemai Nagash, and Delphin Batista. Muhammad is a professor of African-American studies at OU, Nagash is an African man and a professor of English at OU, and Batista is the director of the LGBT Center at OU. Women's Gender and Sexuality Studies professor Dr. Lorraine Marson moderated. Muhammad spoke on the importance of working for racial justice in everyday life and how it has to be an ongoing fight. I think fighting for racial justice is in many ways a lifelong commitment. Um, That doesn't mean that you're going to be going at the same speed or the same intensity in your life. However, she did also warn against the danger of not giving yourself any rest in fighting for racial justice and eventually burning out. So I always think about that. What are we doing right now? What am I capable of doing right now? And what can I maintain? What can I sustain over a long period of time? Since the film does link the civil rights movement of the 60s to the current Black Lives Matter movement, and there was a Black Lives Matter rally in Athens that Monday, Nagash spoke on why he is cautious about the current movement. If uh, Black Lives Matter has its, its, its agenda kind of clear and focus on matters that really matter, I would say, uh, then I see there will be a future. Part of my fear is when any movement is kind of claimed by too many interests, then that's where the problem starts. Nagash understands where many black people are coming from when they say that they feel like white people are invading their movement, but he is also open to the support. I think it is good that um, more sections from from, from, from society, from different cultures, white, black, you know, in between and so on and so forth, are participating in this movement because it can grow, it can transform itself. Uh, to be a bigger kind of uh, democratic um, platform. 
Muhammad thinks the most useful part of the documentary today was seeing how Baldwin both engaged intellectually with the issue of racial injustice in America and took part in public activism by going to protests and meeting with public officials. If we're talking about this and we're going to, to history and other places for inspiration and ideas, what are we actually doing? Regardless of where anyone thinks it's going, the Black Lives Matter movement in Athens definitely is gaining an increasing presence. Films such as I Am Not Your Negro, as well as Best Picture Moonlight and the documentary Do Not Resist, focus on calling attention to issues of importance to the African-American community, and they have all been shown at the Athena Cinema. What remains to be seen is what effect they will have. All right, well, panelists, thank you so much for speaking with us tonight, and thank you all for coming out. For The Outlet, I'm Beth Greenman. Liam Niemeyer interviewed Mayor Steve Patterson about the upcoming Millfest and what it means for the town. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. This is Outlet reporter Liam Niemeyer, and today on the show we have Steve Patterson, the mayor of Athens. We're going to be talking a little bit about Fest season. For everyone that doesn't know what Fest season is, it's a series of street parties that are thrown by Ohio University students during a series of weekends during the spring. Mayor Patterson, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me, Liam. So tell me a little bit about how the city of Athens works with Ohio University to monitor Fest season. I know that Fest season is uh, starting this weekend with the two different fests, one on Mill Iron Street and one on Mill Street. They are. Well, there's um, obviously a lot of communications that go on between chief powers for Ohio University Police Department and Chief Pyle from Athens Police Department. Um, a lot of communications back and forth. Um, a lot of it is to kind of make sure that we're all on the same page with with being able to assist each other. Um, because as I've mentioned to a lot of people in the past, the OU Police Department, I think, is uh, give or take 30 police officers. Uh, and then for the city of Athens, we're looking at about 23, 25 police officers. So when the large fests take place, it's uh, always easier uh, and it's more effective for us to sit there and do a lot of planning together in how we're going to provide mutual aid uh, and oversight with with all the fests, uh, to include numbers fests, which I know isn't a, uh, you know, essentially a university fest, but it's, uh, again, something else that we also are um, tracking and meet often with the promoter, uh, Dominic Petrosi, um, who has reached out to not just the city and university police departments, but also reaching out to the sheriff's office, which, by the way, the sheriff's office, as well as State Highway Patrol, engage with us, uh, when I say us, I'm speaking to the city, um, in the planning for the fest season, you know, and the primary role is safety, you know, making sure that, that what happens on any of the streets, whether it's mill high Palmer, um, that, uh, you know, the safety is, is paramount. Uh, I, my, my mind always harkens back to 2011 when we had a structure fire down on Palmer and the mass of individuals attending Palmer Fest were so large that we had difficulty in getting a fire truck down there for a house that was visibly on fire. I mean, you could see the smoke billowing out of the lower levels, and we don't want things like that to happen again. So just, again, educating 
being there and uh, informing everybody that, you know, if something were to happen, you know, everyone needs to be cool so that our fire department can roll in and uh, make sure that there isn't a loss of structure, let alone potential loss of life. Some people, including OUPD Lieutenant Tim Ryan, are saying that they've noticed over the years that fest season has gone less problematic and, I guess, more um, manageable. And some people might point towards the trend lines and saying that Ohio University lost its party school ranking in the Princeton Review, and um, it's becoming less of known as a party school. I just want to ask you a little bit about your perspective and what you've seen. Do you believe that fest season has become less problematic at all? And um, why or why not? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that question. I mean, I I have watched the trend over the past uh, many years. You know, I've been watching the trend since oh, probably the, the mid-2000s um, up until, you know, the present. And what I've observed is that I think um, we're seeing a lot more cognizance in terms of simple things that didn't happen before, like, um, you know, maintaining the house uh, property spaces for those that are on, again, the, the streets that uh, where the fests take place, like, you know, watching out for litter, having someone who's walking around picking up, or at least telling everyone, you know, hey, <laughs> make sure your trash goes in this trash can. And that's, I've seen a huge improvement in things like that. You know, make, making sure things are, you know, kind of, again, better controlled within each of the properties up and down these streets. So thing, I think things have changed. I think something else that has, has kind of prompted the change um, is, and I was a faculty at OU during this period, is when Ohio University migrated from being on quarters to semesters, you know, with under the quarter system, graduation wasn't until, you know, June. Um, and now that we're on semesters and aligned with most other colleges and universities across the state, that, you know, graduation is uh, in, uh, you know, late April. And the number of those who are attending from outside universities or cities or whatever has kind of changed as well um, because of the alignment with the semester system, if that makes sense, that we're, uh, it used to be that when we were on quarters and we didn't graduate until mid-June, well, early June, um, that other universities uh, had already graduated. So they had kind of, in May, I don't have anything to do. Let's go down to Athens and go to the fest. Uh, so that's changed. Just as a last thing to wrap things up, do you have any advice for Ohio University students who might be going out to fest season? Yeah, I, I do. Um, and I kind of touched on a few of these already, but if you are, you know, if you live on any of the fest streets uh, and that fest happens to be going on, I'll use Mill as an example. If, if you live on Mill Street and you don't plan on partying at your particular house, but you're going to be partying up the street at, or down the street at some of the other houses, make sure your house is locked up. You know, don't leave the front door unlocked. Don't leave the back door unlocked. Um, you know, make sure that things are locked down. Um, and if you are going to be hosting uh, a lot of individuals at your residence um, on any of the streets, 
again, make sure inside your house that you valuables are locked up, that you keep them out of the way because, you know, um, there are individuals out there who may, you know, want your iPhone more than you do uh, or your iPad or whatever um, or money. Well, thank you, Mayor Patterson, for coming on the outlet today. We really appreciate it. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. And, uh, you know, if uh, you're attending the fest this season and you come out, you know, I'll be walking up and down these streets. So come up and say hello. That's it for our show this week. Thanks for joining us. The outlet is co-produced and co-hosted this week by me, Connor Kierick, and Elise Hammond. We're edited by Atish Baidia, Susan Tebbin, and Allison Hunter. Adam Rich is our technical assistant. Our theme music is performed by Ryan Gabos. Subscribe to The Outlet on SoundCloud and iTunes or find us online at woub.org. You can also follow us on Twitter at outlet underscore woub. We'll be back next week with more stories from the Athens and Ohio University communities. Thanks for listening.